Hi, everyone. This is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you're listening to the Engage podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell now more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, I am thrilled to be sitting down with a longtime friend of Engage, Brad Yoho, Vice President of Dave Yoho Associates, the home improvement industry's leading sales training company. He's here to share valuable insights from the sales world and exclusive advice for how to navigate sales in today's climate. Brad, I am so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. It's good to be here, Pam. Always good to see you. I think it's been a, a couple months since Chicago, so good to catch up. Yeah, definitely. I'm we have we have a very long history. I'm actually one of my very first partner meetings when I got hired at Engage in November of 2019 was with you and your dad um, talking about how we could begin a relationship between Engage and Dave Yoho Associates. And now here we are close to four years later, um, you know, really with a deep relationship and having worked together. I think there's something to be said because it feels longer than four years to me, it just probably because of the pandemic and everything. It's just, it feels so long ago now, but it's been thrilling to watch Engage develop and really get a strong presence in this industry. Yeah. I feel like time is just truly a flat circle and we're all right. just, it doesn't really mean much. Um, so I'm really excited to introduce you to the people in our audience who maybe have heard of Dave Yoho Associates, but don't know a ton about what you do. Could you give our audience an overview of the unique approach Dave Yoho, Dave Yoho Associates takes to empower sales professionals specifically in this industry? Sure, and I appreciate that introduction, Pam. So uh, while people may know a lot about Dave Yoho, they may not know a lot about Dave Yoho Associates today. The industry continues to get younger and more adaptable to some of the new technologies that are coming into the space. Uh, one of the things that we like to get across is that, you know, a lot of things have changed. Buyers' habits are changing. The economy is constantly changing. New technologies like Engage, Rilla Voice, a lot of the new AI platforms are coming into the industry. But you need the processes to back it up. You need the systems to back it up. You need the people to back it up. And that's really where we come into play. So from a sales professional standpoint, our role is really twofold. One we do want to empower sales professionals. We want to make them feel like they can succeed, like they can earn what they're entitled to in this industry. You can earn a great living in this industry as an in-home sales professional, but ultimately it's about what you put into it. And regardless of whether you are experienced, you've been in the industry for 20 years or you come from somewhere else, it's about learning the methodology. It's about ongoing training. It's about understanding that everyone has bad weeks, bad months. So you have to always circle back to the basics. And that's really where we're trying to drill down on it now. We want to make sure that with all the new wonderful things that are coming into the space that you don't lose the need to focus on the methodology, on the scripting, on understanding your customer, on building rapport, on presenting value over price. And these are really some of the elements that we focus on. We also focus on the training element, the training side of things, but it's really critical for people to know that this is a great industry and you can make a great living in it if you put the work out. So speaking of like having, having this foundation, um, you know, Dave Yoho Associates really provides a process for everybody, but 
You've also been on the cutting edge of adopting and recommending and promoting technology in the space. I mean, when we got into this industry, we started, we were like, we need to work with Davio Associates <laughs> because when you promote, when you give the stamp of approval on something like, you know, it's good. And you've done that with a number of our tech partners and have really gotten them out there and gotten their name out there. So I'm wondering about how you approach approach integrating technology into sales training when you're having these conversations with companies, when you're helping them to really build their foundation, how how do you approach technology in those conversations with your customers? Sure. So I, don't, I wouldn't say there's like a cookie cutter approach, but when we do, for example, a client visit or one of our consultants is working with a client on an ongoing basis, a lot of times they're using a tech partner of ours already. It could be engaged could be Rilla Voice, could be Company Cam, Hover. There's there's so many great tech partners in the industry right now. So we want to see how they're using it, first of all, what the processes are and how it's complementing what's going on in the training area. Because it could be something that is beneficial to the salesperson. It could be something that's beneficial to the sales manager. Now take Rilla Voice, for example. I know one of our clients right now, we're really working with them to balance the great information that they're learning from these recordings and how they're using that in their follow-up retraining meetings with these sales reps. So it's taking that information, that powerful information that you get, but what are you doing with it? How are you using it? How are you implementing it? How are you holding your people accountable? How are you holding yourself accountable? Um, so I, I think it's really just about, there's so many great partners right now coming into this space and we want to take a look comprehensively at how we can help them understand the technology and use it better to maximize the performance of their sales team. So it's not just about like having the latest and greatest, but it's making sure that it's actually serving the business, that it's serving sure. the needs of everybody. But, but at the same time, our role is not to tell people that this is not the right fit for them because... They may not be putting the time in themselves to use it properly. Mm. So it's really about how can you take this and maximize the use of it? You know, if you're just taking the tool like Engage and you're not using it to understand what your reps are doing in their home, if you're just using it to create a, a wonderful presentation, that's great. How can you use it to understand more about what's actually happening? That's really where the magic comes into play in our opinion. So we, we kind of mentioned at the top of this conversation that things have been a bit crazy. Time has definitely been a flat circle. Yeah. Uh, things have been fast paced. This market just seems to have exploded and there's more competition than ever. So we find in conversations with our customers that a lot of their sales reps are facing new challenges. They are going up against more companies than ever. So can you share some strategies or techniques that you found useful in helping sales teams to adapt, thrive, and overall differentiate themselves from the competition in this, in this business climate? Sure. So it is buyers, buyers habits are changing. That's 100% accurate. The approach that we like to take is homeowners, customers, prospects, whatever you want to refer to them as they've been doing research for a long time. They've had the tools to be able to research companies that they're considering having do work on their home for a long time. Why don't we flip it? Why don't we do the research in advance to give the salesperson 
sales professional the tools that they need so that they go into that meeting, they go into that home with the guidance and the understanding of how they can address those needs that the homeowner has. So it's really about preparation a lot of the time. If you can prepare them in advance and give them as much information, then ultimately it's on them to make the sale. It's on them to, to, to really drive home the fact that if you believe in this, I'm speaking about a salesperson, if you believe that you have the most valuable product to, to meet their needs, that, then it's not about just selling them. You're doing them a service because you're increasing the value of their home most of the time. So preparation ties in with whatever is going in the home. How much, how much information can you give to your salespeople in advance? That's really the biggest differentiator. I would say that from the standpoint of what we're seeing in the home, we're still kind of sticking with a lot of what has worked in the past system-wise. But the information that you can use in advance is critical. Yeah, I had a I had a boss back when I was in college. I was working, I worked retail in college, and he always used to say prior planning prevents poor performance. Yep. And I feel like that needs to be tattooed somewhere Like that it is just so critical to make sure that you're giving your team everything that they need, both from a training perspective and from a sales enablement perspective so that they can have an effective conversation. Like nobody wants to be that sales rep in the home who can't find the materials to answer the question that the homeowner has asked. Nobody wants to be that person who says, oh, I, I just don't know how to how to price that out for you. I don't know what this is going to mean for the value of your home. You don't want to be that person. And we see it happen all the time, Pam, because we go out on ride-alongs with clients. So let's say that we're seeing a client and one of our account executives goes out in the field, goes out with them. There's been times where they don't have what they need to make the sale. So we have to pivot a little bit. And that's frustrating. You know, This is how they're making their living. It's a hard job. It's not an easy job. It's a very, very rewarding job if you approach it the right way. But, you know, I think organizations have to take the onus on them sometimes to give the sales professionals everything they need to achieve that sale. Mm -hmm. And especially considering the price of leads at this moment in time, you know, it's they're expensive. You don't want to be leaving leads on the floor by not giving your team what they need to succeed. Correct. Yeah. So thinking about this, taking it a step further. So yeah, we're having these conversations in the home. Hopefully, the, the sales managers and companies are providing their reps with all of the tools they need to really connect with the customer, close the deal. And, you know, CrossFingers production does a great job and they come out the other end. You know, what we know from our perspective is that building strong customer relationships is absolutely crucial for that long term success. We want those referrals. We want customers to come back for repeat projects. Can you share some tips on how you think sales professionals should authentically engage with their customers to create those lasting connections um, during the sales process so that they come back around for those referrals and those repeat projects? It starts early. I mean, from the beginning, you have to build rapport immediately. And if you lose that early on, you've probably lost the battle and you can't get it back. So again, it just has to do with language a lot of the time that you're, you're not coming across as too direct, but at the same time, 
you're confident. So how can you balance those two elements? The other part of it is, you know, if you build rapport early on, if you take a customer through a, a proper needs assessment process. So let's say, for example, they have uh, a need for a new roof and you're going through and you're evaluating what their needs really are, but you're not really giving them a lot that they don't already know. Then you may lose them there. So a lot of, a lot of people who we work with are nervous to spend too much time in the home. And I'm not saying that there's some leads, there's some products that you may not need to spend 75 to 90 minutes in the home doing a presentation. There may be some, but if a customer sets aside its time, if a homeowner sets aside its time in cases, two, two people set aside their time to meet with you, then make the most out of that time and deliver value to them throughout your presentation. Don't start assuming that you have the sale just because you know what their needs are. Uncover what their needs are. Do a proper needs assessment and then use tools like Engage to show them what their project would look like when it's installed. And then the flip side of that or the, the counter to that is how are you communicating to them after the sale? What are you saying after the sale? How are you making them feel warm inside that they made the right decision? Because it's usually a very expensive investment that they just paid for. How are you making sure they're not getting buyer's remorse? How are you going to make sure they're not going to cancel the project? What are you saying to them? How are you training? And, and that falls on the trainer too, because a lot of salespeople, I think they move on too quick because mm -hmm. that's what makes them so good. So how, do you, how are you training them to, to say that thing? It has to be reinforced. Uh, that's quite a bit, but I think it, it's, it's a big issue right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's, yeah, taking that like full funnel approach and not even funnel, but like thinking about the customer journey is more of like a circle with you. You know, you want them to come back around and bring bring other folks in, do those other projects. And thinking about it from a sales perspective, it is the full life cycle of the customer. It's not just the in-home presentation. It's what comes before it, what comes after it. And a lot of times it falls apart with how the lead is set too. Uh, um, that's another area that we see, you know, if it's, if it's just set incorrectly and you get there and it's not what you anticipate or expect, sometimes that can be a problem as well. Yeah. I've definitely heard about that where it's like, you know, sometimes the lead being set, it, like expectations aren't quite right. It's not exactly like the, the rep coming in is like getting kind of surprised by things. <laughs> we don't want surprises. We want to know what to expect so they can be prepared. Right. So we've been dealing a lot with, you know, just changing things in the industry. There have been product shortages. There's been labor shortages. There have been, there's been more competition than ever. And just, I think folks are dealing with that ambiguity in different ways. They're having to reevaluate things that maybe have worked for them for the last few years. They're having to go back to things that they did in the before time. They're having to just completely mix it up now. Um, I'm curious about how Dave Yoho Associates provides guidance and support to sales professionals in this home improvement industry so that they can adapt and they can change their strategies, maybe change some business processes to meet today's challenges. How do you approach helping people through that? Sure. It is. Again, it's not really a one size fits all approach, but I can give you some examples. So 
We'd love it. We could, be, we, could, we could be working with a client who has two or three salespeople and they just hired someone. And, you know, most of their, the sales force is relatively new and experienced with step selling, which is what we teach. So that may be a different type of a process where we're really trying to empower them early on. We're trying to provide guidance in what it takes to excel and get your close rate up, you know, point by point every month. Um, it's, it's more of a build type of process. So empowerment in that area, if it's a larger sales organization that has a different, different types of complexities, there's a lot of turnover, um, I don't like to call it a labor shortage, by the way. I like to call it a talent shortage, but um, they could have Works a lot of me. <laughs> have a lot of turnover. So, how can we help them overcome that? Because turnover is one of one of the death knells in this industry. If you have too much of it, um, so getting getting the leaders to understand how they can better give their salespeople the training tools that. So a lot of times the onboarding process is either too short or too long from what we see. If it's too short, then sometimes what will occur is that the sales reps are going out too early on calls by themselves. They're getting disengaged very early on and you lose them too quickly. If it's too long, they're not earning the uh, commission or the incentives that they need early on to really earn a living right now in a, a lot of ways that is challenging for people right today. Um, so it's always a balance that we try to strike with these organizations and trying to get salespeople motivated and at the same time, give them the understanding that, you know, it, it's about getting better every single day at what you do. I mean, it, the people that I, we've encountered who are the best sales professionals in this industry over a long-term period are not necessarily the most charismatic people. They're not the most uh, dynamic people. They're the people who take the time every day to get better. They, they're disciplined. They, they try every day to learn something new. So if we can find and help uh, nurture those people, find the qualities in them that show those disciplines and help foster those, then we're doing our job well for our clients. Uh -huh. So before we wrap up, I want to ask you a question that I ask everybody who comes on to the podcast. Um, and especially because you are so enmeshed in this industry, you've been in this industry for a long time. You, you know all of the legends and all of the people out there who are, you know, kind of the, the change makers here. What is a trend that you think sales leaders should be focused on right now based on your relationships in this industry and all of the work that DBOHO Associates does with research and publishing and getting information out there? So I would say that there's a couple things. Um, I don't know if this is a trend, but the biggest thing we're really focusing on right now is just the high need for accountability. We're weaving that into everything that we teach right now. Um, there just seemed to be a lack of accountability in a lot of sales organizations that really came through during COVID because of the amount of leads that came in, the influx of leads, and just bad habits um, were just kind of developed and uh, people got away with things they normally wouldn't. Now, that's not as if everyone fit that mold, but 
we're trying to circle back on the accountability piece because if you would develop a culture of accountability and weave it into every area of your organization, then you have a better chance of growing year after year, growing scalably, as we like to call it, uh, as opposed to doing you know, the quick highs and then falling off a little rapidly. Um, the other area I would say as far as kind of from a trend standpoint right now, we like to build into our systems. How can we personalize each customer interaction? And I think as you know, AI continues to become more prevalent and impactful, because I like to use it personally um, for when I do content research or things like that, but I always tweak it. I always edit it. I don't always just put something out into the space. You can use that to just make your presentations more personalized to the prospect, but you still have to have the systems in place to back it up. And I think that's a really, really, uh, a really strong direction that I think that this industry is going to head in in the next year or so. Yeah, personalization is something that we talk about all the time, because while you may have a consistent process or a consistent presentation, that doesn't stop you from actively listening to the customer and personalizing the content that you're giving them in the moment or doing a little bit of research on the neighborhood and personalizing the content that you're going to be talking about with them or telling a specific kind of customer story during your sales interaction versus just generic content. So I think, I think yeah, that's going to be so huge going forward. Personalization is critical. It's just a matter of it has to be, it has to be, uh, has to be impactful. You know, you don't personalize something just for the sake of it being like, oh, wow, that's a nice uh, trophy that you have up there. Did you just win a bowling league this year? So it's not, it's not about telling stories that have no meaning to the customer, but you're right. Making it personalized, making it impactful. And that really drills back down to the needs assessment. If you can personalize that needs assessment and make them feel like, you are delivering the value that they need in uncovering things that they weren't even aware of, then your presentation becomes even more impactful. Well, on that note, thank you so much for being with us today, Brad. It was great to have you here. Great to talk to you as always. And I know that our team is really looking forward to being on the ground at the next um, Home Improvement Summit that Dave Yoho Associates is hosting. And I'm sure we're going to be doing um, some more content with you later on this year. So everybody, please stay tuned for more from Brad Yoho. Brad, thank you. Thanks, Pam. It's been great to join you today. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit Engaged.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. If you like the Engaged podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify or Amazon Music. Until next time. Hey.